Rip Bender, acknowledged by himself to be the hottest pilot that ever sticked a ship into the sky, has flown up from his native Texas in an attempt to rush Mrs. Croft into selling the land she owns down in the Big Bend country near the Rio Grande. Knowing that oil has been discovered in that region, Speed is suspicious of Bender's motive. But Bender offers to buy the land without the oil rights, and in the same breath, in no uncertain terms, he tells Speed and Jimmy to keep their noses out of his business. It is just before noon at the Croft home. Bender is expected shortly for the answer to his offer. Speed and Jimmy, invited by Mrs. Croft, are also present. What do you think I should do, Mr. Robertson? Well, really, Mrs. Croft, I hate to advise you one way or the other. Oh, I appreciate your position fully, Mr. Robertson. I wouldn't want to sell my land too cheaply, and yet at the same time we need the money. It's quite possible I might not receive as good an offer again. However, I've never seen the country, and you have. I'm only too glad to take your advice. I'm sure Mother has all the confidence in the world in your judgment, Mr. Robertson. Oh, thank you very much, Miss Croft. But I honestly feel that I know too little about the country to make my advice valuable. You see, it's been several years now since I flew over that region. It's possible conditions have changed very much. Such as oil having been discovered? Is that what you mean, Speed? Well, yes, Jim, that's partly it. Well, that's one on me. I didn't know anything about this oil business. Gee, that makes the matter look entirely different. Oh, Dick, I forgot to tell you about that. Jimmy told Barbara and myself yesterday that Mr. Robertson told him that oil had been discovered not long ago in the Pecos Valley. Well, how far is that from your land, Mother? I don't know exactly, Dick. How far would you say it was, Speed? Well, my guess would be somewhere between 100 and 200 miles. That'd be too far away, of course, to be a serious consideration. I'll admit that at first I thought Bender was trying to get this land cheap because he had perhaps some inside information about oil on or near the property. You know, someone could have brought in a wildcat well without very many people knowing about it. However, since talking with Bender, I think we can definitely forget the oil angle of this deal. I don't understand, Mr. Robertson. Well, I don't see why. Here's the reason, Mrs. Croft. Mr. Bender offered to buy the land and allow you to retain the oil rights. Well, gosh, what do you know about that? Maybe he was just bluffing. Now, I haven't had any business experience, but it seems to me that Mr. Bender is nobody's fool. I think you're right there, Miss Croft. If I'm any judge at all, this Bender's plenty smart. However, Mrs. Croft, if you should go through with a deal, I'd advise you to accept his proposition and retain the oil rights. Oil has been discovered, you know, at widely separated points all over the Southwest. You never can tell when or where a wildcat well will be brought in. I assume then, Mr. Robertson, that your judgment would be to accept Mr. Bender's offer on that basis? Offhand, Mrs. Croft, I think so. Now, just before coming up here, I looked over a very large-scale map of that country. Your land is all at a very high elevation, rugged and mountainous. And knowing the Southwest as well as I do, I'd say it was hardly fit even for grazing. But, Mr. Robertson, that was what Mr. Bender wanted the land for. He said that he and his father had a cattle ranch down there and that Mother's Land adjoined theirs. He said that that's why they wanted Mother's Land for their cattle. Well, if it's no good for grazing, why would he want it? <laughs> well, Bab's high school education seems to have done some good after all. Yes, Pete. Why would Mr. Bender want the land? Do you suppose there's some other reason? Oh, I, I hardly think so, Jimmy. Sometimes when they have a good rainfall down in that country, the mountainous regions do have some value for grazing. It's only natural that Bender would try to make out that the land had little value so that he could buy it as cheap as possible. That's just good salesmanship, you know. Oh, but there's something else, Mr. Robertson. Mr. Bender said there was another tract nearby that they could purchase at a lower price and which would suit their purposes just as well. Now, if that's true, why didn't Mr. Bender and his father buy this other tract and not bother to make a special trip up here to see Mother about her land? That a girl says. I guess I'll have to admit you've got something between the ears after all. How would you answer that one, Mr. Robertson? 
Well, I'll have to admit she's got me there. I'll tell you what I'd do, Mrs. Croft. This offer of Bender's may be strictly on the level, but I do think it'd be a lot wiser to investigate more before closing a deal. In what way, Mr. Robertson? Well, you say you've never seen this land. Is that right? Yes. My husband used to take many hunting trips down there, but I've never seen it myself. Well, I think you or someone else should go down and look the situation over and find out as much as possible about this guy, Bender. I think Mr. Robertson is absolutely right, Mother. I believe so, too, and I'd love to go. Mr. Croft always said it was a perfectly gorgeous country. Oh, but I can't afford to go myself or send anyone else. Oh, Mother, couldn't you manage in some way? At any rate, you wouldn't want to go alone, and I'd love to have a trip like that before I go to work. That is, if I'm lucky enough to get a job. I'll tell you what, Mrs. Croft. I think I could do this. We've recently opened up a branch airline from Fort Worth to El Paso. Now, if you and Barbara would like to go down and investigate this proposition, I'm sure I can get both of you passes on Grand National Airways to El Paso in return. And it'd get you within a few hundred miles of your property. Well, gee, Speed, that would be swell. Oh, do go, Mother. I wish I could come along, but I've got to start working in the stockroom at Grand National Airways tomorrow morning. If Bender's offer's on the level, I don't see how he could object to that. And then after you're satisfied that everything's all right, well, you can make the deal with him. Come on, Mother, what do you say? Oh, that must be Bender now. I'll let him in. Well, how do you do, Mr. Bender? Please come in. Mother's waiting for you. How do you do, Mrs. Croft? Well, this looks like quite a party. How do you do, Miss Croft? Hello there, Robertson and Alan. So you two didn't take my advice, eh? Well, Mrs. Croft asked us to come over, so we did. Yeah, I can see that. Well, Mrs. Croft, how about it? Are you ready to go through with the deal? I think it's very likely I'll accept your offer, Mr. Bender, but not today. Not today? Well, why not? I've never seen this land of mine, Mr. Bender, and... I've decided to go down and look it over first. Okay, Mrs. Croft. You can go down and look it over all you want. But I can tell you right now, the deal's off as far as I'm concerned. You can take my offer right now or leave it. I'd just as soon have the other land I was telling you about anyhow. Uh, now, why the rush, Bender? The land isn't going to change any in value in a week, is it? Well, I guess I'll be going. And after I walk out that door, I'm all washed up with this proposition. I came up here this noon to do business one way or the other, and that's what I'm going to do. Well, Mr. Bender, I'll probably sell the land to you all right, but I don't see why... All this whole the... business gives me a pain. You let a couple of guys that are supposed to be friends of yours come in here and give you some punk advice. That's going to cost you 3,000 berries. I can tell you right now, it will be a long time before you'll get another offer like this. I don't know if that's the case, Bender. Why are you so anxious to make it? Oh, go take a jump in the lake, will you? And that goes for Alan, too. I told both of you to keep out of my business, but you wouldn't listen to me. Don't forget what I told you about sticking your noses into this deal. I might understand that you're threatening us, Bender. Take it any way you want. But I don't see, Mr. Bender, why we can't come on down, look the land over, and then make a deal with you. What do you mean, we? Well, I wouldn't want to make such a trip alone. Barbara here would accompany me. Oh, she would, would she? Well, now, maybe this can be worked out after all. When do you figure on coming down? Right away. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I want to get back there as soon as possible... I'll fly you and Miss Croft down there. When can, when can you be ready to leave? Tomorrow morning, but... Fine. If we leave early, we can get there by dark. We have a pretty fair ranch house out in our place, the Diamond A. You can stay there. I'll fly you all over the property, and you can see for yourself that it's just as I've been telling you. Then you can go over it on the ground, too. That is, if you're good at climbing. Thanks very much for your offer to fly us down, Mr. Bender. But Mr. Robertson is arranging for passes on Grand National Airways to El Paso. 
Isn't there some town nearby where we can stay? Well, San Rafael is the nearest place, about 40 miles away. And that's just a stepping off place in the desert. No decent accommodations for women there. Well, in that case, we'll be glad to accept your hospitality at your ranch. Fine. Tell you what I'll do. You let me know when your plane gets into El Paso, and I'll meet you there and fly you over to the Diamond A. Oh, do you have a landing field on your ranch, Mr. Bender? <laughs> landing field? Why, you can land 40 times in a straight line, right on the ranch, and still not run out of field. All right, that'll be splendid of you. Barbara and I will meet you on the field at El Paso. Uh, what time will the plane arrive there, Mr. Robertson? Uh, at 4.50 tomorrow afternoon, Mrs. Croft. Okay, I'll be there. Well, I'll be shoving along now. I've got some other matters to attend to while I'm up here. Goodbye, you all. Goodbye, Mr. Oh, I think this is going to be a perfectly wonderful trip, Mother. And I certainly am grateful to you, Mr. Robertson, for arranging it so that we can go down. Oh, that's nothing. I'm only too glad to do anything I can to help you. You know, I don't like the idea of Mrs. Croft and Barbara going down and staying at Bender's ranch. Well, maybe it's all right, but somehow I don't trust him very much. Well, I think Jimmy's right. I don't like the idea either. Come on now, Jimmy and you, Dick. To hear you two talk, one might think that Bender was a regular bluebeard. Don't worry now. Mother and I will be able to take care of ourselves. Why, certainly. I think so. Besides, we'll only be there a day or two. Say, I've got a swell idea. What is it, Jimmy? Well, look, I'm going to be due for some cross-country work pretty soon. If only Speed could get away for a few days, he and I could fly down and see that Bender doesn't try to put anything over. Oh, Jimmy, that'd be perfectly marvelous. Say, couldn't you do it, Mr. Robertson? I'd feel an awful lot better if you and Jimmy were along. Hey, you know, something might be worked out at that. I've been due for a vacation a long time. I'd like nothing better than to take a trip like that. We're pretty busy down at Grand National Airways. I, I doubt very much if I can get away. It'd be a wonderful experience for Jimmy, though, and most excellent training, too. Jimmy could do all the navigating. We could get in some night flying and probably some instrument flying through clouds. Hey, but another thing. What about your mother, Jimmy? Oh, I'm sure she'd consent, all right, if she knew you were going along speed. Well, we'll see. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll talk to Mr. Jenkins right away. In the meantime, I'll arrange for the ship. Also, you'd better ask your mother. Oh, I hope you can make it. Nothing would please me more. It would make the whole trip perfect. If everything can be arranged, and we could take off early in the morning... We could get down there by dark, couldn't we, Speed? I think we probably could, Jimmy. That is, always if we didn't have to buck too much of a headwind. However, you must remember that an advanced training plane will be a lot slower than an airliner. Oh, sure, I realize that, Speed. Well, let's shut off. I'll go down and see Mr. Jenkins right away, and you go on down to the flying school. Oh, I do hope you can go. Will you call me, Jimmy, as soon as you find out anything? You bet I will. We certainly hope Jimmy and Speed can fly down to guard over Mrs. Croft's interests. But if they are able to go, how will Rip Bender like the idea? There's excitement in store. Don't miss the next thrilling episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen. <laughs>